God. Today is Wednesday. Beautiful people. Best damn nation. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm your host, Brown Renegade. And with me, I have the best damn crew. I got my boy, LP the Don, in the building. I got the one and only Chef Showtime in the building. What's good? And I got Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews. Yo, 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 what up? Uh, we are the best damn wrestling podcast. Uh, thank you, beautiful people, for watching. You could be anywhere in the world, but you ain't. You're right here watching your boys every Wednesday at 6 o'clock Eastern, uh, 3 o'clock Mountain Standard Time for us people who are in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, but welcome, best damn nation, back to the show. Fellas, what's been going on, man? Let me go around the board real quick. Uh, LP, what's happening, my brother? Good, man. Same old, same old, man. It's getting done with a shoot. That's why I got all this shiny stuff in the background. I literally just got done not too long ago. I was wondering why you had the Dream Girls uh, backdrop in the back. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we got your Dream Girls. I was like, oh, Pete, man, he, he got something going on at the house, Jack. I thought you had some strippers or something over there. I was about to say, call your boys. Call your boys. <laughs> not today. I got a pole, too, but I ain't got that other day. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, being some working, hardworking man, uh, one click photography shoots for all of those who want to book some photography services or some uh, some event services. If you need somebody, call on your boy, LP. Chef, what's been happening, my brother? Nothing, just chilling. Right now, I'm on my lunch break, my hour lunch break, you know? A whole, a whole hour lunch break. Oh, yeah. Better than job four oh. hours, you know? <laughs> well, look, we ain't gonna rush the show, so uh, just don't get fired in, in the oh, process. No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna fire myself. <laughs> That's right. Bob status over here, Jack. And we got Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews. What's been happening, partner? Man, listen, y'all already know how I am. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> man, this new you world. So for him, man, it, it increased my appetite. So I've been hungry all day. I've been eating all day, man. It's it's crazy. Oh man, you, you just you just trying to work on them gains. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. You putting some extra muscle on so you can knock some teeth out. Just 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 a little bit, you know. Well, a little something, something. Just a little rock at Gibraltar. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, uh, it's great to see you fellas again. Um, we have another show lined up. This is our 11th episode. Uh, for all the fans who are watching, watching us on Facebook, thank you for watching us on Facebook. For everybody that's on, on uh, YouTube watching us, thank you also. But we also have, we're on Apple Music. We're on uh, Spotify. We're on Pandora. And we're on i. Heart Radio. So if you're listening to us in Radio Land, we welcome you to the best damn nation. You are a member of the most kick-ass group in history. Welcome, friends and family. Uh, fellas, man, it has been a wild, wild wrestling. I know that's I say that every week, uh, but it's true. 
it's been uh pretty pretty eventful as of late and so uh you know i gotta get into my favorite subject uh that we get into it's hot topics uh we have seen something that we all did not think that we were going to see an acknowledgement of sorts a uh, 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 welcoming into the family of sorts. This past Friday, your boy, Sami Zayn, has officially become part of the bloodline. Recognized by Roman Reigns, your travel chief himself. Uh, this was a great segment. I want to go around the room. I want to hear all the hate and all the love that y'all got from this segment. <laughs> uh, and let's start with the genie of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Uh, LP, uh, what did you think about Sami Zayn officially being inducted into the bloodline? Well, uh, I'll say this. I think this is probably some of the best writing that the WWE is currently doing with any story because they're not really doing nothing with nobody else. I don't really think. Um, I think it was good that they did this because I kind of feel like now the only way that you're going to beat the bloodline is within the bloodline. And oh. while seeing in the bloodline officially and, you know, he's, your boy still got beef with him and it seemed like Paul Heyman ain't really with it. I think Sam is going to be that cancer that's going to eat uh, the bloodline from the inside out, and I think that's where they're headed. I don't think Sammy getting the belt by no means, but I I kind of see uh, him causing some problems after after uh, the next pay per view. I think he's going to cause some problems within the bloodline. I like it. Um, uh, <sighs> let me go to some more, somebody more positive, real quick. Chef Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Sami Zayn officially being in the bloodline? Roman Reigns wrapped his arms around him and embraced him with a hug and some love to show that he is part of the group. Uh, Chef, what do you think about Sami being in the bloodline? Uh, I, you knew it wasn't going to happen. Everybody knew they was going to make him an honorary use from all the bulls, the BS he's been pulling. We knew this. But you can see it's not going to be Sammy that's going to break the bloodline. It's going to be one of the Usos. I ain't going to tell you which one, but you know it's going to be an Uso. Don't be Sokoa. Sokoa is, is linking up with, with him. That's where they're going to start. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, uh, what are you talking about, uh, Jay? No, I, I got a feeling it's going to be Jimmy. Cause Jimmy's the one playing the smooth, like nothing's wrong. Like, bro, we good. Dap him up, high five, special handshakes. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Um, let me get a second opinion on that, uh, Mister Everything. What do you think about Sami Zayn now being in part of the bloodline? Uh, I think it's a really good move. I do kind of agree with both gentlemen. Um, there is somebody that's going to be the one that's going to break up the, the bloodline. I do think it's Sami Zayn, and I do think Sami Zayn is actually going to get the belt. Because maybe because it is about time Sami Zayn has had something. What belt? <clears throat> the <laughs> undisputed title. <laughs> he's, he's, gonna have, he's gonna have that 
um, what is it like, uh, uh, baby boy moment? You know that that big moment for him. He 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 needs and deserves a big moment. Yeah, I mean, think about it. We didn't think Kofi was gonna have that big moment. They kept him involved in an entire situation in some kind of way, right? Uh, look at Drew McIntyre. They kept him involved in some kind of way. They're keeping Sami Zayn involved in this for a purpose. I don't think it's just to kind of set up somebody else. I think it's more so to set up for him. I don't think they're putting all this work with Sami Zayn just to have him set up for somebody else to get the belt. I think that they're setting up for Sami Zayn to get the title, and it's going to be a big, oh, snap, I can't believe that just happened moment. Listen, if Sami gets the title... I'm running around outside, butt ass naked, and I'm celebrating. Because <laughs> Sami Zayn is, the, I've been singing the praises of Sami for a while. I don't want to see the bloodline faction crumble uh, by the actions of Sami Zayn. But I do love Sami Zayn. I think that he is bringing something fresh and exciting to the bloodline faction. I know we all talked about, you know, at one point it was getting kind of stale. Uh, but Man, Sammy keeps it interesting, and I think that this segment on Friday when Sami Zayn uh, was embraced by the entire bloodline, um, I think, well, except for Jake, but I think that uh, <laughs> in general, um, it's, it's really bringing some freshness to the group, and I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Uh, I love how Sammy and Solo have clicked up and in, 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 in partnered up in a sense, uh, Solo is now the enforcer of the bloodline. Uh, it used to be Jay, used to be the right hand man, but now we have an enforcer that don't care. And he's hungry and he's young and he's looking for gold. So uh, I, love, I love this new faction together. Um, let me ask, let me go around the board. Do you think the group is stronger or weaker with Sami Zayn? Uh, let me shoot that the chef first. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to say. Sammy just, uh, you know, I know they got stronger with Solo, but Sammy, no, no, no. They Let me shoot it over to the LP, man. LP, do you think the bloodline has got stronger or weaker with Sammy Zayn? They the same. Sammy Sammy is just like a mascot. That's just all he Jimmy. is. He's a he's a, he's a, he's a hype. <laughs> he flip, it was a what was Buster Ryan's hype man? Spliff Star. He's mm. a Spliff Star, right? <laughs> all, to be perfectly honest, if you take the whole bloodline with Paul Heyman with them, Sammy don't even really fit in. I, I get the story, but. You said everybody embraced him, but Paul won't there. I, I, I'm ready to see. I don't see Paul embracing his hijinks. I may be wrong, but I ain't seen Paul really. Has Paul warmed up to him? I seen him in that. I think, I think Paul has. I think Paul has a has a, a great appreciation for Sami Zayn and his go back, work. Go back and watch that episode. Uh, what was it Friday before last when Sami Zayn was trying to talk to uh, who were they trying to talk to in the ring? To Logan, to Logan Paul. Logan Paul. And you remember how, how Samuel let me do a little and Paul was like. Whatever, drop the mic and walk. <laughs> yeah, he was like that. No. Yeah. Paul, Paul, Paul ain't going with it because Paul is a master manipulator. He, he ain't falling for Sammy, man. 
Man, I think I think that the whole entire bloodline has embraced Sammy, except for Jay. Jay, 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 one of them street dudes, man. They don't trust nobody, bro. Every time I see the segment, just always look at Jay's face. Anytime Sammy start talking, he always look at him like, uh, "You ever been in a room and somebody drinking up out of out of alcohol and they drunk? You know what I'm saying? And don't nobody want to say nothing. Jay is the one to say something. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love this segment. I loved how Roman Reigns was like, you're never going to, he looked at Sammy, said, you're never going to wear a blood live shirt again. Sammy looked befuddled. I think that's a good word, befuddled. He, he was, he was, he was confused. He didn't know what was going on. Jay went over and snatched. First of all, Jay snatched the soul out of his body when he pulled his shirt off. Sammy, he snatched the whole soul out of Sammy. You can see Sammy's face just go flush. Jay back. was happy. Jay was happy when he got Jay the order to rip the shirt off. Listen, Jay was chopping. He was drooling. He was like, "Take the shirt off, take it off." He hit. He hit it with the, uh, the Teddy Pendergrass. Take it off, and he grabbed the shirt and ripped it all the way down till it turned to a hula hoop and it fell down and hit Sammy's feet. And then Roman Reigns was like, you're not going to wear that shirt anymore because I got your own. And he pulls out this honorary Oops shirt, which is fire, by the way. That shirt is hot. Can we all agree that that shirt is pretty pretty damn dope? Absolutely. Shirt, shirt was dope. Um, and, and Sami Zayn lit up like a damn Christmas tree. And I think that this year, that's probably one of, one of the best segments that I've seen. Just off of just off the interaction, the, the all the emotions, the roller coaster. That small short segment is is probably is really going to be remembered for a while. Uh, I do believe that, but I'm happy that Sami Zayn is honorary uh, honorary Oos, and uh, I'm looking forward to see what comes more from the bloodline. Uh, moving on with the hot topics, uh, we have the return. Again, of the rated R superstar Edge back on Monday Night Raw. Uh, if you guys remember, uh, Edge was taken out by his own group, the Judgment Day, uh, which I thought was going to be more time than what it was. Um, but he returned again. I think Edge is the king of returns. <laughs> Every time he returns, it's a shock, it's awe. And he always is trying to one-up the Judgment Day. LP, what do you think on, uh, how do you feel and what do you think about Edge's return uh, back to the square circle? He always is trying to one-up oh, the Judgment Day. Yep. You echoing at me? Um, that was a lot. It's okay. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Edge, so I always like to see Edge come back. But, my only thing with it, I don't want to see him to come back and get jumped. Like, if he ain't got no help, what I don't like about this is Edge's whole career, Edge and Randy Orton both and Triple H were probably the three greatest people when it comes to manipulating people, like playing that game, getting in people's heads. Those three, I would say, are probably the strongest out of anybody in the history to get in your head. But now they got Edge running out. He's gonna get beat down again. Regardless, Ray still ain't Ray is still weak. He ain't doing nothing. Edge needs some help. So I want Edge to be bad, but I just don't want to see Edge get beat down again. 
Like when's the last time Edge had a had a had a good win over these guys? Win. Um, he's had so, small victories over the group. I personally think, yeah, he he needs some backup. You're right; he does need backup. I think yeah, that I mean, AJ Styles might be that backup that he. I don't know because him and AJ had a whole a whole thing a couple months ago. So I don't really see uh, Edge getting the support that he needs. I think he just gonna fight. he gonna fight all of them until he finishes. He got AJ Styles. He got Matt Riddle. You see Matt Riddle just fought uh what's the phrase? And then you they they set they they kind of set it up for them three to team up. And I, I I'm I'm hoping that's what's gonna happen. So that's what that's what it looked like. You think it might be a war games type situation here? Yeah. Mm. No. No? No. Talking about like them three and the in the match? Uh, maybe them three versus Judgment Day. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm ready for them to lay out how this war game is going to go. Then, then I can speculate a little bit. Mm. They, ain't, they ain't really saying the format or nothing just yet. So. It's going to be like a four man. It's going to be them three plus Ray against against Dominique and all them. Yeah, it's going to be all there. But I'm, mm. I'm about to read. I'm about to retract what I said earlier when I said that I gave Dominique some props. They Dominique still ain't doing nothing. Like they still, they had, they got, they got, they got it right here to do something with him. What? How many times? He, how many times he gonna do that? Hit me, hit me, hit me! Like, come on! And then go back and watch uh, when they started beating down. Uh, was it Matt Riddle? Uh, uh, Monday. Who that? Who that? Yeah, I think they was jumping Matt. Was it Matt Riddle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, yeah, this watch when they attacking him, he barely even putting any hits in. I'm just like, dude, what are you? <laughs> watch him. He is not. He is not doing anything that's impressive right now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm about done. Um, I'm gonna agree with you, sir. Let, let's and and let's stay on that topic because I know we talked about Edge's return. Uh, but Mr. Everything, I want to I want to go to uh how you feel about Edge's uh return back to wrestling. Uh, and I also want to uh, piggyback off of what LP said. How do you feel like Dominic is being treated, and do you see any growth of Dominic since the Judgment Day? Um. Well, well we need to stop doing and stop saying Edge return. Uh, uh, he ain't went nowhere. He ain't doing nothing. So what? Are, what are he returning from? Yeah, that little little. He got beat up and got sent home. They, look, people get beat up every day, B. And Dominic, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with LP. It, it's not very often we're going to agree with LP, the guru, who be tearing people's <laughs> factions up and stuff. But I, do, it, it, um, I, I need to see more. I need to see them do something with Dominic. He's not doing nothing. He's just a lackey right now. And I don't know. It just, maybe... Maybe we're looking at things differently. Maybe we're maybe Dominic is the one that's going to break up the Judgment Day from the inside, rather than Sami Zayn. Maybe maybe both. Maybe both stories are the same. I don't know. I see them sending uh, Dominic back to NXT. He was back. That's what I need to do. Yeah, that's what I uh, I've been I've been saying that, but I think they're too far within this storyline to send him back to uh, NXT. 
with him joining the Judgment Day. I think he should have went to NXT a long time ago, and I think he would have been really good there in honing his skills. I don't see him improving on the microphone. I don't see his presence really being felt to notice. It seems like he's hiding behind the Judgment Day instead of being a forefront member. Um, I think that he needs to be thrust into the front uh, to show what he got. Uh, and I think we're all saying that right now that we're not really impressed with what they've been doing with Dominic other than his wardrobe change. Um, I, you know, he looked like he about to go to a wedding and a funeral in the same day. I don't know. <laughs> he looked like a son. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he about to, well, he about to park some cars and, he got and serve you some fried rice. He got Baron Corbin on clothes and he's like a valet. <laughs> He looked like a valet. He he looked like I'm serious, man. He looked like somebody that that you would see in a restaurant, just you know, pouring nice your water with, with extra <laughs> ice and, and lemon and shit. I don't know. It's just I want to see more. I want to see more from Dominic, uh, and I think that's where we're all alluding to, man. Uh, I think that he's a he's a talent that we uh, we all believe in, but we just want to see a little bit more for Dominic. <laughs> and you're right, we are. It just went out. I don't believe in them. I, I, I never. Believe. No, no. Y'all don't believe in them. Don't do that, Ricky Bobby. No. <laughs> no. Well, I retract my statement, sir. The best, uh, most of the best damn wrestling podcast does not believe in Dominic. You know what I'm so. <laughs> no. All of you, Mr. Positive. All of you do. <laughs> oh, I got. I'm. I'm being Mr. Positive. All right, I'll be Mr. Positive. I'm, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, what I'm saying him and Liv, they got the. They got to grow a little bit on us. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> we old school wrestling fans, man. So I guess we expect a little bit more uh, from these guys. But I do want to see more from Dominic. Um, I think that he does have the ability to do some things. He just got to break out of that shell, man. And it's going to take the right right type of competitors. To kind of break him out of that shy, I'm going to hide behind these guys type of shell. He's doing the same thing with Judgment Day that he was doing with Ray. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so I want to see more from him. He needs some matches. He, has he had any matches during Judgment Day? Like, except for uh, the one time he went against uh, Edge. That was it. That's it. I have really seen a lot of his singles matches. I don't I don't even know what his moveset is other than his dad's moveset. And I, I think what that is, I want to see him break out and have his own moveset. You know what I mean? I don't want to see uh, Ray Mysterio part two, uh, Eddie Guerrero Jr. I don't want to see that. I want to see Dominic use his own moves and, own moves. and really oh, be able to sit the bench. Yeah. Sit the bench. He's going to be sitting on the bench watching everybody else wrestle. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> He said, he said, watching Logan Paul, like, damn, that's supposed to be me. <laughs> that's supposed to be me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, fellas, uh, moving on to hot topics, man. I think um, we've been clamoring for some good tag team uh, bouts and matches. And we had one hell of a slobber knocker on, uh, on Friday uh, with the Usos versus the brawling groups. Did you guys get to check out that fight? And I want to go around the board and see what your thoughts about that match was. Uh, let me go to Mr. Everything. What do you think about the Usos versus the brawling groups fight on uh, Friday night? 
Man, listen, it was everything you expected it to be. Um, with the Usos doing their thing, the Brawling Brutes doing their thing. It was a clash of styles, but it meshed very well. Oh, man, I loved it. I loved it. I love seeing the Usos being able to mix it up with anybody and have really good matches. I, I can't remember the last time they had a bad match with any tag teams, even makeshift tag teams. I can't remember the last time they had a, a bad match. So this match right here was was everything we expected it to be. Um, I would I would love to see more of those those four men jump in the ring um, with the Braun and Bruce eventually getting the tag titles from them. Um, I think that'd make a really good story right there. So um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Chef, what do you think about uh, that bout? Uh, it was an amazing bout. But it, it, me, <laughs> I feel, I feel. <sighs> Butch, they made, yeah, they, they made Butch little, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> We know the Usos can wrestle, but Butch, no, that should have been an easy throw around with most of them, especially with the Usos. Hold up, let me come to the aid. I don't of like Butch, aka Pete Dunn, real quick. I, don't like <laughs> I got to do it, Chef. I can't let you. I can't let you continue with that one. No, I got a lot of stuff slide on the show, but I got to. I got to be. <laughs> I got to stand up for my boy Butch, man. Pete Dunn. This character, I don't know. Because I'm, I I'm not used to that character he got. I feel you. I ain't a big, I ain't a big fan. I told you he looked like a Butch from Little Rascals. That's, yeah. I, 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 can't, I can't get it out of my head. I can't get that. Like, all of a Listen. sudden, you come from NXT, now you're the crazy man. You want to beat up everybody. Bro, come on. Sit the Napoleon down. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you about Butch. Uh... Formerly known as Pete Dunn. Uh, he was doing great things on NXT. He became NXT uh, tag team champion. Uh, he was the UK uh, NXT champion for a while. He actually took the belt. Um, I'm sorry, Gunther. Did Gunther take the belt from Pete Dunn? I believe he did. I think so. Um, but but Pete Dunn was, uh, was smashing people for a while. And then he came to NXT. He was doing a lot of things in, in, in NXT. And then they brought him up to main roster. They completely changed his character. Yeah, I And this man gave him the Butch character and said, you're going to be the craziest mofo on planet Earth. And he's taken to that role. I think he's been entertaining as that role. And then he slowly started to shift back to the Bruiserweight character that we have now. So now we have a, a mixture of Butch and the bruiser weight together. Um, and I think that Sheamus being the mouthpiece of the group is is really, really doing wonders for their career. I like where they are now. Uh, and that took them to the tag team title picture. The reason why I like Butch is he took a character that a lot of people would fail at. And he succeeded with that character. He didn't say it much. He don't need to say much. You know what I'm saying? Because when he talked, he looked super soft. He, he looked like a Charmin bear. You want to look? You look at Bush. I'm like, man, oh, he's he has a sweet young voice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but his demeanor 
and how he is is completely opposite. So I think they kind of uh, took away a lot of his his speaking abilities. Not that he can't talk, but they they don't put him having these long monologues. But they let him wrestle, and that's what he's good at. And that's why I want to see Triple H do more of of these new uh, call ups from NXT. If they were good, if they had a good character, just grow on that and just don't scrap everything and have them start from scratch. Uh, that's where Karrion Cross failed when he came in and he had this old gladiator look and he was horrible. Um, I can stomach him now a little bit, but I'm still not a big Karrion Cross fan, being 100% honest with you. Um, I don't, I, you know, I, there's a place for him. I just don't want to see him on my TV all the time. And his wife making all the faces. He always makes faces every time you see her. Uh, <laughs> but uh, just in general, I like the Butch character. Uh, you say you want to see more from the Butch character, or you just don't like him at all? The whole... I just don't like. I don't like his character. Okay. I could see him back as the the regular Pete Gunn. That's that was cool. Pete Dunn was straight. You should have brought that character in, make him whoop some ass. But this little Butch, like he want to fight everybody, bro. Come on now, honestly. How many little dudes you see get in the ring and beat people up like how he doing people? Um, I personally like when he bend people's fingers. <laughs> it looks painful. Like, ah! You know, I, I love I love when he manipulates and bends joints, man. That's 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 a I enjoy that that part. Uh and him having that in his moveset is really good. Um, but we'll we'll see. Uh, somebody leaning on four foes over there. What's that? What's that? <laughs> to the screen? <laughs> got me looking outside. I have no idea what. I, look, I was about to say, am I sideways? What, what is happening? Right? Yeah, your, your whole screen is sideways. Uh, for people that's in Radio Land, for some reason, magically, Mr. Everything's screen just shifted over. So we got all got to tilt our head to kind of look at him, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving on to uh, the last. I'm gonna step up. All right, all right. Uh, moving on to the next um, segment. Extreme Rules is getting more extreme, fellas. Um, and I know that we all have a uh, we all have um, things that we enjoy about the whole Extreme Rules uh, settings. I don't think that it's been like this where they have stipulation matches uh, all throughout the entire event. So I'm excited to see that. Um, and just to let you guys know some of the matches uh, that we're having, um, I'm excited about this pit match with uh, Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle. Uh, let me go around the room real quick. LP, what do you think about the pit match stipulation uh, with Matt Riddle and, and uh, Seth Rollins? And who do you think that favors more? I mean, I guess I got to start. What, what is a pit match? They just said it. They didn't really say what it is. What is a cage match? Like a UFC fight? It's like what a, is it? Uh, I need to know what it is. It's a sum of the no holds bar. Something like that. Okay, yeah, I did. I was. I, I heard it, but I was like, it seemed like I remember that one time before where, there, where one of the fighters did some kind of semi-match, but I can't remember. It seemed like it was like back in the days. Um, I still yeah. think Seth Rollins is going to win. Like, for Seth to lose now, I mean they're gonna keep the storyline going. Like, 
I need them to go ahead. I thought it was over a while ago. So, and I and I guess with me too, I'm not the biggest. I'm not the biggest Matt Riddle fan. I'm sorry, <clears throat> but I'm tired of him doing my boy. I'm tired of him doing my boy uh, Randy Orton stuff. Like, just like you talked about them doing Eddie Guerrero and stuff. Like, dude, stop doing the Viper stuff. You're not the Viper. Stick to dude, bro. Stick to that mess. Stop trying to be because he's not. He's not a tough guy. Even when he gets upset and they try to make him like a. Right, jumping at each other. He just, to me, he he just doesn't portray that. Like, I don't know. If I see him and Seth getting another backstage fight one more time, man, it's just like, just stop it. You guys, <laughs> they, they had it set up perfectly the last way they did it with them talking about their personal lives. And that was it. It's like, I just really feel like they don't got nothing for Seth, to Seth Rollins to do right now. So let's keep this Matt Riddle thing. <laughs> I don't know. I just hope this is the end of it, no matter what. But I definitely don't see Seth losing. He's gonna still, he's gonna still win. He's gonna pull out the win on that. Uh, we also have the strap match uh, between Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross. Uh, Mister Everything, what do you think about that match? Are you excited about that stipulation? I think he's frozen. <laughs> Thank you, Frozen. Let me go to let me shoot that over to Chef. Uh, what do you think about the Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross strap match? That's gonna be a banger right there. I think that's gonna be the match tonight. Cause they really? gonna be yeah. Cause, oh man. Because that Liz, that Liz, that Liv and uh Ronda match is gonna be. I swear, if Liv win, I'm not watching wrestling no more. <laughs> I'm proud of her winning. Mm-mm. Why you hating on Liv and her winning ways, Chef? Don't be a hater, Chef. All of them, all, all her <laughs> matches, if you watch her, their matches closely, all her matches be botched. You can see what they tell her, oh, oh, you have to do this. You can see it. It's slow motion. Like, man, <laughs> you can put a five-year-old in there, I'm like, match will come out better than her. Like, what do I? Well, as you alluded to, the... Uh, the Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey, that's going to be a stream rules uh, match. I'm thinking that uh, there are no rules and uh, all weapons are, are legal in this match, uh, which I see as an advantage for Ronda Rousey. But I'm going to be honest with you. Ronda Rousey has not fared too well in extreme rules type matches. Uh, <laughs> her opponents. Uh, well, this is Liv, so it'll be a little different. <laughs> But most of the matches that I've seen Ronda where there was some type of weaponry involved with it, Ronda did not fare well <laughs> at all. Uh, so, you know, we, you know, we will see. Liv might, you know, bring a rabbit out of the hat, as uh, as they say. That, that match is like a three hundred pound pit bull versus ten pound chihuahua. If that pit bull loses. No, <laughs> Just, I'm I don't know. I think, uh, I, think I think somebody's gonna interfere. I think somebody's gonna interfere and save her and make Ronda lose, and then they're gonna have a storyline with whoever that person is with with uh with Ronda because the live thing is it's played out. They gotta, they gotta, they gotta. To be perfectly honest, like all all storylines right now to me are boring. Like who is the who got an exciting storyline right? Like, like 
I know everybody praised Triple H for bringing all these NXT guys in, but let's look at everybody he's brought in. He's brought Karrion Cross. He spent weeks just saying TikTok, TikTok. He ain't even done nothing. Jason <laughs> Loomis, which is him and the Miz stuff is hilarious. Don't get me wrong, that stuff is hilarious. <laughs> but it's gotten old. I'm done with it, okay? You got Johnny Gargano's or whatever. He just had a match, so they may do something with him, but he ain't really done nothing. Uh, who has Triple H? He brought back Hit Row for them to be backstage acting black every week on SmackDown. Who has he brought? Uh, Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae. I want to get into that. Candice LeRae just made her uh, her, her raw debut uh, this past Monday, and she got a really good reception. When the music hit, I did not recognize the music. I was like, who is that? And then she came out with the all purple everything. And I was like, oh, it's Candice LeRae. Um, wh what do you think about her return, uh, LP? Uh, you know, I don't really watch the NXT like that. I knew she was an NXT person. So I was, I heard them get excited. I know she married old dude. So I I, I, I can't. <laughs> she looked like a fairy to me. I, I, I didn't see, uh, and then what I saw in the ring, I wasn't impressed. So maybe she's better. But that, that match, she looked like one of the Bella twins to me. So I'm just, uh, I don't know. Is she, is she good? He said she looked like a fairy. Um, she did have this little fairy character going on with her wings and stuff. It was super weird. Um, I haven't seen a lot of Candice LeRae matches, but I do know that Candice LeRae can go. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see where she fits into this whole dynamic of the women's locker room now. I think that the women have a lot of competition. They're just not doing a whole lot with the women now. I don't and you're right, LP. I don't really see any storylines going on right now other than the Bailey versus uh Bianca thing, but that's not really a storyline. It's more of a like, I want to challenge you for your belt, but there's no meat and potatoes. There's no uh sides and there's no dessert it's just you know i'm just going i, I don't know it's just, i'm looking for more from that and you're right they don't have a lot of storylines for women now i think that's where charlotte flair was really good because she would create and and carry storylines for people this bianca belair i love bianca don't get me wrong but i think she is boring as a champion uh i, I said that her first title run and i'm gonna say it again i love i love bianca but she doesn't have any competition uh, when it comes to somebody really pushing a storyline for her. She got a lot of competition to, to people that want to fight her, but I'm talking about people that can bring something out of Bianca that we have not seen before, and we don't have that character yet, except for Rhea Ripley. When they're ready to unleash Rhea Ripley on the women's division, she will wreak havoc. What do you what do you what are your thoughts behind that? Uh do you think I'm gonna I'm gonna go um with Bianca. Do you think Bianca still needs strong strong uh competitors? And where do you see Rhea Ripley's uh position at now? LP. I you know, I go back to what I've been saying. I just feel like Rhea's hurt. I do feel like Rhea is great. I think she. I think she's a great wrestler. I mean, the first time I saw her was at the Rumble. I think that's the very first time I ever recognized her or knew who she was. Like she, she can go, and I think she could be a good. They could have a good storyline with her, but they're not even. She's not even looking in the female direction right now. She just, 
she get an easy check because she ain't doing nothing. But I really feel like they haven't announced. But I really feel like she's not. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think she's clear to wrestle, and that's why. That's why they got her doing this business. But I really think right now she's the only legitimate person that really could push for you know for that belt. And her being in the Judgment Day, that's still more to it. But then you get the whole thing of. Uh, then Bianca got to deal with Judgment Day and all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. I I, I think I, yeah. I, I definitely agree that Rhea is the person that really could give her a run because like Bianca is born as a champion, but it's not Bianca's fault. Right. Big E, Big e was born as a champion, but it won't Big E fault. Uh, everybody has really been last couple of champions been born because they're not building up new characters. Roman is born as a champion. Well, that's that y'all don't want to talk about it, but and, and they're not building, they're not building contenders. And until they start building contenders, all these champions are Bobby Lashley. Bobby's the man. Who is he fighting? Like you know, they're they're they're, they're killing they're killing all their stars right now without having storyline. Everybody's I mean, scared of Bobby. You say everybody's scared of Bobby? Everybody's scared of Bobby. It was, it was funny how Bobby told Matt, hey, don't you ever do that again. <laughs> Listen, I believe every word of that when Bobby said that. To give you guys some reference, if you haven't seen it, that was a backstage segment on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Matt Riddle was sitting there uh, watching the match. Bobby Lashley came up, and Bobby was giving him some uh, just, just general talk. Hey, good to see you. Uh, yeah, I know you're gonna do great. Stay your ass out of my matches this time. And I believe every word that Bobby says. <laughs> he meant that. He meant that. Um, Mr. Everything, let's go to you uh, as the wrestling expert, sir. How important is it to have the right type of dancing partner in the ring? Uh, if you if you have a, a no matter what your character, uh, if you're a heel or if you're a face. How important is that, that that dynamic in the ring uh, where you can really grow from your competitor? Um, is is the utmost importance. Can you guys hear me okay? I'm having some connection issues. Uh, yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. We can hear you. Um, so it's, it's the utmost, utmost importance. Um, if you're not going to sell my stuff, What's the purpose of me doing it? If you're not going to give me something to sell, what's the purpose of doing it? Why are we in the ring? Uh, it's not just having that right opponent, but also for that right referee as well. There's so many different factors that you got to have to make a match look really, really good and, and make it all make sense. It's all about the story. So, um, yeah, I, Bobby Lashley needs somebody that's really going to you know, do it for him. I, I think the last match he's actually had where it looked like the, the guy was there for him was with Big E. That was the last really good match that he had, even though it was short and it was a cash-in. That was the last really good match that he's had since for forever. So he did some my on the to move with you, uh, if not come with you, at least push you. All right, uh, we're losing you on a little bit of audio, uh, but I get the gist of what you're saying. You definitely need a good 
uh, person to be able to push you inside of that ring to challenge you and to, to bring some more out of you. Uh, I think that all of these champions that we have are great champions for the most part. We have Bobby Lashley, who is the uh, United States champion. Uh, we have Gunther, who is the intercontinental champion. Almost missed that. Intercontinental champion. Uh, and Roman Reigns, of course, uh, as the unified uh, heavyweight champion. Uh, and, and Liv and Bianca as well. But I think we're all saying that we want to see more competitors step up and we want to see more character dynamics uh, really happen within that ring to keep us hooked in, man, because it's a lot of wrestling to watch. Um, it's a lot of promotions that are doing a lot of things right now. Uh, so I think that WWE needs to have their champions really strong and to be able to put uh, characters in there that can tell stories, not just wrestle. I don't want to see, I mean, it's good to see people just wrestle, but when you get just the wrestling and you don't get the storyline and you start to become bored, bored of the wrestling, if the wrestling isn't bringing something brand new every single time, you know what I mean? That's kind of like how um, they brought Braun back, but Braun is, what is Braun? Braun is doing the exact same thing he did before he got fired the first time. He just doing regular stuff. He should have came in and went straight for Roman or straight for Bobby Lashley or straight to somebody. He's fighting Alpha. next week. He's going to fight uh, Shorty G or Chad, whatever you want to call him. Come on. Come on. Come on. And how the hell and how did he get Austin Theory phone number? That was the dumbest thing I ever seen in my life. How did he call Austin Theory a phone? <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah, that, that, was gonna happen, that was uh-huh. kind of interesting. I think that was going to happen. He's about to, uh, I got a feeling he's going to go up against Gunther next. He got to do something. Oh, bro, he's going to take the belt from Gunther. Um, hold up. I'm going to put a pin in that one for a second. That'll be interesting. How do you guys feel about Braun Strowman versus Gunther? I never, I didn't think about it. It wasn't a thought that even crossed my mind. Um, I'm not sure how that would look with the styles. Um, LP, what do you think about that match, Gunther versus Braun Strowman? How do you feel about that? I mean, it'll be something different. I'm all, I mean, I'm all for it. I kind of, I kind of necessarily can't see it working either, but. If they if they they both if they both can work well, then they, they can make it work. Uh, I mean, I think Gunther will beat him. Just I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm all for Imperium right now. I know I'm new to the boat, but them, them Imperium can't. <laughs> they still gonna take a bad chance. They ain't gonna be the Brawl and Brutes. Imperium is about to get them tag belts. They gonna be the Usos even. But we'll talk about that another time. But uh, I really think that uh, I think he can beat Braun, but I think it'll be a different match, and they need to give Braun something. Why did y'all bring him back? He could have kept on creating his native, his own narrative if he won't go, if he just gonna come back and run around the damn ring like a two feet train. <laughs> Man, go ahead. Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hating on my boy Brian, boy. Oh man. Uh well, uh we'll see. I think I, I think that's something that I didn't know I needed to see, but now I kind of want to see it just to see how it pans out. Um, I'm not sure who will win in that, but I think that Gunther man is more techno, uh, more technically savvy than Braun Strowman, and 
you know, it only takes one submission, man. And Braun is a big dude, but Gunther is a big dude too. So, uh, big men slapping meat. I want to see it. Um, oh, I don't know where. Father, I was gonna, I was gonna say something. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let that pass on y'all ain't it? <laughs> I want to see these two gladiators going at it. Yeah, I want to see it. Um. So, with that being said, we talked about a possible dream match. Um, we got to go to one man to talk about all the matches. Do an ana- analytical breakdown of all the matches and tell us what was his match of the week. All right, all right, all right. Do I got? Do my mic sound nice? Check one, check two. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Am I good? <laughs> <laughs> something, something wrong in the retrograde in the, in the multiverse. And I was in the matrix. Sorry, but with all that being said, the match of the week has got to go to, and we already spoke about them the Usos and the Brawling Brooks. Phenomenal match, very hard hitting, exactly what we expected, and more. Uh, again, I hope to see more with these four men. Get in there and get busy. Uh, just to touch on the Braun versus Gunther. Very interesting. Very interesting because Gunther has not had somebody bigger than him in the ring. He had Sheamus at pretty much the same size. I want to see how how his chops will fare against somebody with Braun size um, and see how he's willing to take those things back from a Braun Strowman. So that would be very interesting. I would give that a toast to possibly being a match of the week candidate. Mm. Uh, I, I'm interested in seeing that now. You know, what I mean, I I would love for them to uh, to face off against each other. Um, fellas, thank you for that segment. Uh, by the way, Mister Everything, um, we saw the reemergence of someone who we've been talking about, but we haven't seen him on TV for a while. Uh, your boy almost. Came back and destroyed two locals. <laughs> I don't know who these local guys are. I hope they have some type of insurance. Uh, but I don't know why they signed up for that. But Omas went in and destroyed these two young men. Uh, was it? I think it was a, a kind of show of force and power. I didn't get that off of looking at it. I just looked at it. As why is he beating up these local guys? Give him some real competition in the ring. Um, I'm not sure why they're avoiding putting certain superstars with almost. Obviously, I know why, but uh, I want to see what you guys think about uh, almost being back on TV. Uh, let me go with uh, LP. What do you think about that, sir? I, I mean, it, it, I won't. I wasn't excited about it. I, I actually thought it was funny. Cause those wrestlers look like they can't. They look like they pay them guys out of the, the stands. Like they, they built like they <laughs> Like that was the, that was the most old school, uh, 
shotgun Saturday night kind of thing. I seen him in a wrestling fight, uh, unknown. And it was like, like you, oh, my stuff falling behind me. Um, but like I said, it would have made more sense if they was two wrestlers. Like, find a random tag team like, like y'all normally do and beat up from wrestlers that's actually on the roster. That would have made more sense. I don't care how much MVP hikes it up. MVP, you can tell he don't want to, you can tell MVP don't want to do this. He went from Bobby Lashley to this guy. You know he hates his job right now, but it's a job. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think no. It was no, no pop, no, nobody cared. Even the announcers was kind of like, let's get this. Over. Them two men in the ring were built like broken pencils. They, they, they was, they was super. I'm, I'm re- skinny, super soggy. I'm, I'm recapping it now, and this is just, oh man, it's like feeding steaks to a brontosaurus or something. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> It was horrible. Um, it reminded me of when I get my dog these little white uh, two hide sticks. <laughs> they just demolished them. Uh, you know, I, I want to see uh, Omos fight with somebody really credible. Uh, I think him and Bobby had a good good thing going. But I haven't seen Omos in the ring with nobody else, man. And I think they're scared that he's going to make everybody. Uh He's going to destroy everybody, man. I would love to see him and Braun get in the ring together. I think oh. that'll be. I think that'll be. It'll be. It'll be hard to watch, but it'll be good to see two giants in the ring. What about him and Luther? That'll be. That'll be Big Show and Shaq two point <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. It, it pretty much would be. Um, let's go over to the best damn nation to read some of these comments. Um, I think when we were talking about when Jay Uso ripped off uh, the shirt off of uh, Sami Zayn, got a comment that says, Jay is so dramatic. And he is. Um, I still think that Roman Reigns and Jay Uso is one of the best storylines that I've seen in a long time. Uh, I will go back and watch that. I believed everything about that whole storyline man and it really led up to the birth of the bloodline but that storyline itself had so much feeling so much emotion in it and uh that was a real telenovela because you know those they're real cousins in real life uh and jay felt like he can take on uh the pressures of being the champion um he's a champion now and he's been the champion before but roman reigns have elevated the usos uh, they all have elevated each other, and I love that storyline. And I think that's what storylines are supposed to do. They're supposed to either elevate uh, or break down the character. Um, and I, I think that that's what that storyline did. And I agree with you, LP. I I was fighting against you last week when you saw about the WWE needed more storylines, but now I I understand what you were saying, sir, and I completely agree that we need better writing and better content uh, to go along with some of the wrestling that we are getting. Uh, with that being said, uh, we got to go to LP the Genie uh, and ask the man, LP, what was your best day wrestling moment? Uh, my best moment this week, we kind of spoke on it earlier. And even though I am against what may happen afterwards, Edge coming back to me is always a good thing. 
just to see him being able to come back, all the stuff he's been through, he's still able to go in the ring. It's not like he get in the ring and he look like he look like trash. So I'm always excited to see Edge in a match, but I just don't want to see Edge get beat the brakes off of him <laughs> once again. Like I want to see Edge. If this is Edge's last go around, I want to see the rated R Super So I don't want to see Happy Happy Edge. I don't want to see this fan Edge. I want to see the rated R Superstar, and I just hope that uh, it's great to see him come back. I just hope that when he come back, since this time they do something different. I agree with that, sir. Uh, we do have at Extreme Rules Finn Balor versus Edge in an I Quit match. Um, I haven't seen a good I Quit match in a long time. I think the last one that I saw, we're not even going to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> it was, um, uh, I, I want to see, uh, I want to see this match, and I want to see where they go with it. I would love to see Demon Finn Balor and Brood Edge go at it. Uh, I'm not sure if we're getting that for this match, but we shall see. Uh, I always love when Edge comes. Edge always has a huge pop, no matter where he is. Uh, and I agree with you. That was a really good moment. Uh, only second to Sami Zayn being inducted into the bloodline. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I give it that. Oh man, thank you again for that LP. Somebody, what? What is that? That's what happens when you live. People. What is going on today? I don't know. <laughs> was that my outro? From now, that's my outro when I get done. Play little music. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. That sounded like one of those uh, commercials with the, the sad dog sitting in the kennel with the eyes of an angel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For $10, you can like, save this dog like life. A, 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 Nokia, a Nokia ringtone or something. <laughs> yeah, man. That sounded like the got, old, got, next It's after 7 o'clock. It's after 7 o'clock. He got three minutes now. <laughs> That was the old next tail chirp ringtone right there, boy. I don't know what that was, but uh, <laughs> thank you, LP, uh, for that best damn wrestling moment. Uh, I know, uh, Mr. Everything, that you are hungry, and I know you are eyeballing that food right now. But I hate to say I'm going to have to make you a little bit more hungry because we have Chef Showtime and his best damn recipes. Chef Showtime, what you make for us this week, brother? Today, this week, I made a dessert. The best damn chocolate cake. That shit was mouth-watering. You know, from scratch, you know, we ain't doing a store about little Betty, little Debbie or Betty Crocker. We ain't doing none of that. We all make stuff from scratch here because we all winners. But yeah, I got the recipe up on a page. I got, yeah. And I got it on my page on Instagram. So if you need any recipes, look look it up. Look, hit me up. I got you. All right, Chef. I saw that picture of that chocolate cake up there, man. I almost ate my phone. I was, I was I ain't had a, I ain't had a good chocolate cake in a long time since my my grandma used to make the best chocolate cake, Jack. 
And since then, I ain't had nobody that had a good chocolate cake like that. So I'm going to look at this recipe. I'm going to get my old lady to whip something up. And uh, we will try Chef's Best Damn Chocolate Cake. You know, the okay. next for dessert. So, you know, got to get one. Yeah. And again, uh, Best Damn Nation, uh, if you want to check out more of Chef's recipes, you can go hit up his personal pages or you can go on the BD Wrestling Podcast page on Facebook um, and check that out. And also uh, Instagram. You can go on our Instagram and we will post that recipe up there for you guys so thank you chef for that recipe we look forward next week uh to another best damn recipe uh look fellas it has been a great show uh thank you guys for showing up like you always do and working through some of these technical difficulties but it happens when you're doing things live you know what i'm saying uh I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Fellas, let the fans of the Best Damn Nation know what you got on and where they can find you. Uh, let's go with LP. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, One Click Photography Shoots. In the studio, all your photo needs, hit me up. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Chef, where can the people find you at? You can find me on Facebook. You can find me at Dante Carter. You can find me on Instagram at Chef Showtime. Yeah, and I got a Twitter account. I'm re I'm fixing that back up. So my son stole it. <laughs> man, you gotta let the kids stop stealing your stuff, man. Tell the kids <laughs> stop stealing. <laughs> uh, Mr. Everything, what you got going on, partner? Man, I'm off for the next two weeks, so I'm just chilling. I'll be in Tennessee October 15th, uh, Newport, Tennessee. You guys can check out my Instagram and Twitter for all the information in regards to that show. Uh, official underscore Mr. Everything. And also, man, I'm trying to get my followers up, so follow me on TikTok, man. I'm out there making crazy videos on TikTok. Official, Mr. official underscore Mr. Everything underscore VA. All right. Uh, go fill, follow the TikTok of Mr. Everything. Uh, he got some of everything on there for your enjoyment. Uh, fellas, you can tell all the people in the Best Damn Nation where to go and check us out. Uh, if you look to the bottom of the screen, you can join our Facebook group at the BD Wrestling Podcast. You can join our Twitter at Best Damn Crew. You can join our Twitch at the best damn wrestling podcast you can join our instagram page at the best damn wrestling podcast and uh you can join of course our patreon and become a member of the best damn nation for only five dollars a drink some fries and a sandwich you can join the best damn nation and get cups mugs do rags, all kind of stuff, all kind of goodies. So go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast to support your boys. Uh, and of course, my name is Brian Renegade. You can follow me on all platforms at Brian Renegade. Uh, fellas, beautiful nation. It's always great seeing you guys. We will see you guys next week. I'm going to get Chef to sign us off this time. One second. Before we sign off. Yeah. Let's take a moment to say, please, please, 
everyone down in Florida and in the path of this hurricane, be safe. Do not wait till the last minute. Get out if you need to. Trust me, you need to. So, want everybody to be safe down in Florida. And everybody is in the path of this hurricane. Chef, well, what are you, bro? <laughs> Whatever. Close us out, Chef. <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. All right. It's a salute from the best damn wrestling crew. We out. All right. Peace.